0: suggesting huh. my microphone no problem oh, okay i gotta get my brain into podcasting mode yes i'm taking a break from work Some, to record yeah, from work you guys mode. yeah that's how much ashley loves you, you guys she yeah seriously She's i'm got... a busy girl she had
1: she had <laughs> meetings this she had meetings this morning she has meetings after this so she came over to Record
0: the episode yep. in between them. <laughs> yep, that is how dedicated I am to this podcast. That's right. <laughs> All right,
1: should we dive right in? Yeah, there's not too much uh, housekeeping or anything. Um, yeah, just our question of the week from last week. Yeah, we, we... had a
0: lot of uh, engagement.
1: For yeah, that, so both that's on cool. we had uh, just we had an answer on Twitter, and then we got quite a few comments on Instagram. Um, and the question. Was basically us asking how you guys feel about the way John is um, acting towards his mom. The way he's treating her. Mm-hmm. Uh, since she basically just showed up and popped back into his life. Yeah. After so many years. And I <laughs> I personally liked Moran. <laughs> she always has good answers. She does. But she replied on Twitter and just wrote, he should have run her over with his truck. <laughs> i'm inclined to agree (laughs) especially after this episode we're about to talk about oh my gosh yeah Yeah. for sure um i liked host host nana i liked her answer she said i think his attitude was justified for the most part all he had to carry with him about his mom were these negative and traumatic feelings and experiences he put all the blame on her Sanem does help open his mind and heart as usual, even when she was being mistreated and misjudged by Huma, which is so true.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I liked, (laughs) if I get your name wrong, I'm so sorry. I'm pretty sure it's Biljana. And she wrote, I always thought that John had abandonment issues that ran deep. He was justified in not wanting her in his life. And really, he read her well for the conniving woman that she was. Mm Mm-hmm. In her real life, in, I'm sorry, in real life, their reconciliation, if ever, would have taken a lot longer, even with Sun M's input. Mm -hmm. This is, of course, just my opinion, but I'm right. (laughs) (laughs) And then Carolina said, I think, I, I think it's justified. And rather than telling John how much that she has missed him through the years, she only pays attention to his looks, his hair, his beard. Even if she loves him, I couldn't tell. And until the end, the only way she knew how to love was by making his life miserable. Yep. Doing everything possible to keep him and Son M separated. And you're not wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The overwhelming majority seems to think that John's totally justified. Yeah. (laughs) And they're here for all his snark. Uh, Yeah, I (laughs) mean. we we get a little more of it this episode, too. Oh, yeah. Towards her, like, his little snappy clapbacks and... (laughs) uh Uh-huh they're uh they're good snarky john um yeah he's in canes right now is that how you say it con con there you go <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's okay i've been apparently mispronouncing Lacroix water because they don't actually pronounce it the french way that they're spelled it's the french word that it is yeah i know i
1: i pronounced it Lacroix croix for years
0: yeah when but i first started drinking then it. on their instagram it yep. was like yes it's pronounced Lacroix," and i was like no i know because i was such a snot about it too like when people no, would say it and i'm like true. uh-huh and i'm like actually
1: it's la croix it's a french word yeah and then they gotta go in
0: i mean i i guess it's named after a city in america which and was probably named la croix initially. by a french uh-huh. word But because it's in America, they're like, no, we're going to pronounce it this way. I think you're right. Well, like there's a, there is a city in Oklahoma Uh and it's Miami, Oklahoma, Uh but you, the locals don't call it that. They, you pronounce it Miami. Really? (laughs) I'm not kidding. The reason that I know this is because my auntie... Her husband is from there. And oh. so his his parents still live out there. Yeah. And um when we were out in Missouri, gosh, five years ago mm-hmm. visiting them and Laura, um, we ended up driving over to Oklahoma and had dinner at his parents' house. Oh. And they were they were like, Yeah, no, it's pronounced Miami. Yeah, I shouldn't be that surprised. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> All
1: of Jason's um Family, well, not all of his family, but, like, his mom and dad mm-hmm. are originally from upstate New York. Okay. In Rochester, which is technically a city, I think. Okay. But there's, like, little townships or something inside of it. Okay. So, like, even though they live in Rochester, they're, a bunch of his aunts and uncles are from a little town. And it's spelled mm-hmm. C-H-I-L-I.
0: Like, like chili. chili.
1: Uh-huh. But... That's not how you say it. How do you say it? chai
0: Chilai. Uh-huh.
1: So that's how they know you're not a local. Because <laughs> if, if you're, you're like, I'm Chile. going to Chile, New York. And it's like, <laughs> clearly, yeah.
0: That's pretty funny. So, chai New York. And it makes mm, me wonder, like, has it Chai-li. always been
1: that? Or did, did, like, the locals at some point in time in the past, like, decide, no, this is how we're going to say it so we all know who's from here right. and who the outsiders or are. Or if
0: it's, like, uh, goes back to whenever that... Little area was formed, right? Especially on the East Coast, mm-hmm. you know, there the, that area has been settled mm-hmm. a lot longer than the rest of America. Yeah, uh, that's really interesting. Uh-huh. Hmm. So, very interesting. Well, now I know how to pronounce "con." Well, yeah, and even it's. It's just funny, even like we uh, just recently watched Vertigo, that Mm -hmm. Alfred Hitchcock film. Oh my gosh, you guys (laughs) have to see Ashley's whole Twitter thread about it. It's so funny. I basically recount the whole movie, so if you ever want to watch it, you might not want to read my thread. But if you read her thread, you definitely
1: won't want to watch it, because the movie sounds ridiculous. I could
0: not believe (laughs) how god-awful that movie was. And I tend to like Alfred Hitchcock films, like... I like Psycho. Rear is Window is his, really good. Is this
1: one of his earlier ones? Or no. is this like, oh, no. So it's not it's like, oh, he was older. just starting out and trying to figure and
0: out. And Eric had looked up because watching something like a Hitchcock movie mm-hmm. is the closest I'll get to watching horror. Right. Because I'm a big fat chicken. So he was like, let's get into the Halloween mood mm-hmm. and we'll watch an Alfred Hitchcock movie. Because I was like, oh, you've never seen Rear Window. Let me show it to you. It's mm-hmm. a really good movie. And he watched it and he liked it. So he looked online to see like, oh, what's the best Alfred Hitchcock movie? Okay, and on the list, it was number three oh. on the list of his top movies. And I'm like, excuse me, who <laughs> who made who this said list? That <laughs> <laughs> because I disagree. <laughs> I mean, it had plenty of intrigue, but anyway, right. if you want to know my thoughts about it, you can go read my thread on Twitter. Yeah, on my I'll, personal Twitter. All uh, um. When the epi- Yeah, when the episode
1: releases too, I'll, I'll temporarily tweet tweeted on, fine. on our
0: timeline because it's really funny. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I was cracking up. Uh, But anyway. Anyway. Um, just listening to their dialogue yeah. and how Americans used to talk mm-hmm. and they had more of that. Like, you know, like the Ka- Catherine Hepburn lilt and that right. kind of... They just sounded different, yeah. If you think of Cary Grant and mm-hmm. even like Jimmy Stewart was in this movie, yeah, we and, probably sounded a lot more refined back then. There's just something, yeah. There's mm-hmm. something different about the accent yeah. that used to be more prevalent in, say, the 40s and the 50s and sure. the 60s. People just speak differently, yeah. Um, and you know that's linguistics, right? Everything changes. That's
1: the, true. Yeah. The, Maybe fifty language. years from now people will look back and be like, Wow, they talked so eloquent eloquently back uh, in the two thousands when Maybe. <laughs> I don't know about that. Or they'll be or maybe they'll be back to talking more eloquently and they'll be like, What the heck? How how did those people
0: <laughs> Language is so interesting to me how it changes and evolves. Yeah. Especially in a language like English because mm-hmm. it just steals from so many different languages. It, yeah. It's true. And it's based on a myriad of languages. Well, and then and we, we like change these... the rules all the time.
1: Not all the time, but yeah. Then there's like exceptions, and there. Well, I it's honestly... such like a hodgepodge
0: put together language yeah. already, and then it's always changing. Uh, and you have different dialects, even yeah. in America, of terms, that, terminology that people use, right. and all that kind of stuff. Like for example, and I mm-hmm. and this is I'm off on a tangent now um when I was living in Washington mm-hmm. uh oh dang it I'm gonna forget what they called it um there were several people mm-hmm. okay if you grab a piece of wood mm-hmm. and get something under your skin a like splin- a little a splinter okay yeah that's what you would call it yes a splinter yes okay there were Within a couple weeks span, uh-huh. I heard multiple people up in Washington, they don't, they didn't call it a splinter. They called it a sliver. <laughs> really? I'm not kidding. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? A sliver of what? Be- Pie? A sliver of... <laughs> a sliver of wood, I guess. They called That's it a sliver. Funny. Like, oh yeah, I got a sliver. And I was like, what are you talking about? And they were talking about a splinter. Huh. Yeah. All right. And then, but then interesting. I... interesting. So I was so curious, and I think I did a Twitter poll at the time, Uh and overwhelmingly people called it a splinter. Okay. But. But up there. I was like, I guess just this group of people, Mm -hmm. like, how am I running into these specific people that all call it a sliver? (laughs) That's interesting. Anyway. What do you guys call a little tiny piece of wood that gets stuck (laughs) under your skin that you have to pry out with tweezers or whatever? Yeah. An, do you an, call it a splinter or do you call it something else a sliver or
1: something entirely different yeah well i mean that's like in the midwest you don't say soda you say, you say pop. pop there were people up in washington who said pop too oh yeah yeah but out it's like you don't ever hear pop in california no it's soda or, yeah. or coke just or they'll coke. just generalize it it's mm-hmm. coke uh anyway, anyway. all right so now that we've covered uh, linguistics and
0: <laughs> an etymology
1: of words <laughs> yeah, and a myriad of other things. Why did that even come up? Oh, because I was talking about John being in con. Yes. <laughs> and now we just need him to get to California. I'm going to start inviting him weekly on Twitter, right? Okay. Just once I'm a week. with that. Yep. Just <laughs> once a week. Just throw out an invitation to him just so that he knows he's wanted here.
0: If you're out here, <laughs> we will... Deign to interview you. We, I
1: would even venture to say there are enough of us who would probably crowd fund a plane ticket and hotel fare for him. Oh my him gosh! If his producers or agents or whoever publicists aren't gonna foot the bill, yeah, I'm sure there are enough of us early birds who would fund getting him out here. Yeah, so that it didn't cost him anything. Yeah. So, just throwing that out there. Anyhow, volume twenty eight. Here we go. Uh we're entering into
0: episodes that I don't love. Yeah. And yep. the These big in- latter twenties, early thirties. The
1: big indicator is I realized I'm almost positive I did not watch this episode with subs. Oh. I watched this episode. I absolutely watched this episode. But we're entering into there's a handful over the next like ten or so. Uh-huh. That I know I've never watched with subs. Mm. I watched them live, but a lot of them I never wound up rewatching once the subtitles came out. Interesting. So it made it kind of fun because there were things that I clearly missed before because, you know, I was only depending on like Twitter translations or just translating from what I could see. Right. Um, so yeah. Anyhow. Uh, but the, the hashtag for this episode was NBUKHEYAJAN. Gosh, I probably butchered. Yeah, I probably butchered that last word uh it translates to the biggest excitement Mm. Mm. yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah who hashtagged this episode i feel like even the last one yeah did you like maybe they maybe their social media manager swapped out or something because i feel like a lot of them were in the first like 20 episodes they're like good hashtags for the episode but the last few have just been eh. And I'm like, the biggest excitement, maybe it's not, maybe it's supposed to be like, maybe it's just a bad translation. Maybe it's not really excitement. Maybe it's like, um, like the biggest, I don't know, bomb explosion. Maybe hmm. it's the biggest explosion or something. That would yeah. make a little more sense. But anyhow, so this episode summary, uh, Sanem is in a crisis of jealousy and acts on it, which is, of course, going to backfire. John is seeing more and more that he and Son M are not on the same page and isn't quite sure what to do about it. Meanwhile the agency is working around the clock on the red mode campaign but Eileen's got plans of her own for it. Over in the Mahale there are still rumblings and rumors regarding Osman and Layla but those are about to be put to rest one way or the other. Hmm. So uh, our opening scene picks up obviously where we left off last week with The sweetest proposal in the world. Yeah. (laughs) And
0: and also the saddest, most horrible... Yeah, because she says no. Follow-up. She says no, you guys. And then... And he doesn't understand.
1: Of course he doesn't. Why would he?
0: Yeah. Yeah, how could he possibly understand? Why would... And especially because she's being kind of vague, too. Because she's like, well, I would love to accept. But I can't say I do to you. Right. And, And it's funny because... He basically says exactly what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. Like, what does that mean? Uh And because he says, so you're refusing? And she says, no, no, I can't do that. It's like, okay. But that's what you're doing. (laughs) So he says, what do you mean then, sonim?" I'm having a hard time understanding it. And we all echoed the same thing. Mm -hmm. And then she starts to explain and say, there's something important I have to tell you. I mean. yeah, he's like, is it more important than us? More important than this moment? Right. I have to, and she's like, I have to say this as soon as possible. You have to know. So I, I understand what both of them are saying and doing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make it any easier. No. And maybe, yeah. maybe if, um, say she actually
1: got to say what she was about to say, I could yeah. accept it a little more. But of course, they get interrupted. Mm-hmm. Layla yep. comes running on in. Screaming about an emergency, a non-existent one, mind you. So she's only compounding the lies more. Yeah, because now she's like, "Mom." Granted, Son M doesn't realize that. Layla runs in and just is like,
0: "Mom is sick. This is happening." Molly right. Hot called. So she, at Sun M, first, Son M is just as innocent, right? As Son M is innocent at first, right? Because, but then, yeah, they explain that yeah. it's not true once she gets to the van, and they explain why they pulled her away, pulled her away, and.
1: And she yeah. gets more
0: upset because now she's like, well, yeah. now I'm lying more to him. Yeah, she's like, I was just about to explain you guys. And now, yeah, like you said, I'm lying more to him. Yep.
1: And she's already been feeling guilty about the fact that she's been keeping this whole perfume thing from him. Yeah. Now there's this. And of course, Emery and Layla are basically like, well, this is what you need to do. And he just needs a few days to cool down from this stuff. You know, my our mom is here and that's stressing
0: him out. Like, they're... They're... Mm. the worst people to take advice from yes the worst possible characters that could be giving her advice about telling the truth and lying yes yeah it
1: i just can't like yeah all i keep especially thinking especially coming from Emery, i know all i keep thinking back to is how when M was first toying with the idea of even selling her perfume to fabri mm-hmm. how jj mm-hmm. a true good friend yes was like don't even go there Mm -hmm. he reminds her of how much it means to john yeah the fact that he was willing to sell a lot of his livelihood just to be able to keep her from selling it to fabri yeah and that you know that there's just a lot of sentimentality wrapped up in that for him Yep, and was like don't even think about it don't do it because he's a good friend yep and then you've got these two her sister and his brother yeah, so who she should listens be
0: to these dummies mm-hmm. but she won't listen to jj all right fine cool awesome yeah and <laughs> when has anything that jj
1: has done gotten you into trouble with john mm-hmm. never both layla and emory have gotten you in trouble with john uh so yeah jj's never gotten her in trouble with john no but emery clearly has we don't even need to go over all the ways emery has but layla has too when she hid the contract Mm -hmm.
0: and then made
1: her look like a fool in front of john so these two have already gotten you in some major hot water where john's concerned but they're who you're gonna listen to yeah because eventually she does she relents not happily but she does relent and is like okay yeah and doesn't tell him yeah oh and i just wrote after this i said i just want to hug john Mm -hmm. this poor sweet sad baby
0: i know because he
1: just wants to marry the woman he loves i know he has no idea really what just happened yeah like he's baffled yeah and
0: well and (laughs) yeah okay i there's something i noticed Mm -hmm. but i need to tell everybody this is a spoiler Oh, okay. Okay. So if you're not done with the series, you might want to skip right now. I know. We should be better about spoiler alerts. We yeah, haven't the last few we ha- episodes. we haven't. So we'll be better about that. But, okay. So when Layla and Emery are trying to convince her to keep lying. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come Sorry, on. guys. It's my dog.
1: <laughs> he needs to go snuggle with <laughs> Ashley, apparently, instead of me. He's a traitor.
0: <laughs> um. Anyhow, keep going. So, Layla, Layla, Mm Emre, he says, he's trying to convince her, you're right, look, I didn't pay the price, look, didn't I pay the price for lying to him in front Mm -hmm. of you all? Would I make my brother go through that once again? Which, whatever. (laughs) Yes, you would, but don't get me started. Because there's self-preservation in this still for him. Uh Uh-huh. And he says, this time, he won't listen to anything and leave. And then she says, sister, he can't leave. What will I do? So he predicts that once John finds out mm-hmm. and he's crushed, he's going to leave. Oh. Uh-huh. So if that ain't some ominous foreshadowing, yeah. I don't know it is. Ooh. And it's just one little like throwaway line. Uh-huh. But I saw that and I was like. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Emre totally predicts. Yeah. John taking off. Yeah, that was fore- And running away. That was foreshadowed. hmm So anyway, that's the little spoiler. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, poor John. I do and the literally like the
1: rest of this episode, his voice is so sad and so soft. And yeah. so like defeated Mm -hmm. he just the way he talks it it, the the, like soft spoken nature he is the
0: rest you can just tell like he's just so i don't even know the right word but i just well he's he's melancholy the whole rest of the episode is that's what it is he's you can tell he's heartbroken yeah and he's probably frustrated Mm -hmm. and who can blame him he doesn't understand what's going on again Uh uh-huh again and the people who supposedly love him like, what's things? wrong with all these people who supposedly love John? Emory, his own brother, mm-hmm. is trying to keep his hopefully future fiancé mm-hmm. from telling him the truth yep. so that they can actually deal with it and have it out and uh-huh. move forward in their relationship. Um, his own mother is trying to split him up with his girlfriend yep. so that she can throw Jeho into his past. Seriously. Uh and it's like, what, what the heck, people? Yeah, <laughs> you don't love John. You're not helping him at all. I know. You're just making his life worse. Ugh. It's ugh.
1: Yeah, I hate, it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it because it's like even watching these episodes for the first time, you just you knew something horrible was coming. Oh, yeah, like something mm-hmm. horrible has to be coming. So, yeah. anyhow um so we're back at the back at work at the agency yeah yeah. and everybody's gossiping regarding yeah huma john and emory Mm -hmm. and of course jj's the one who marches on in and calls them out i Mm -hmm. said because he's a gem Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's basically like uh you should be working why are you spending your time gossiping about you know our bosses their mom blah 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 he's just calling them out. Yeah. Duren walks in and basically kind of joins in on it and kind of
0: straightens everyone out <laughs> yeah. like
1: which wow. i thought was
0: pretty funny cuz she's yeah. like you guys none of you ever work. <laughs> she's right. <laughs> she's You're all so just right. Running your mouth. <laughs> Get back to work. <laughs> it's like, can't blame you uh-uh. Duran.
1: <laughs> she's like oh if there's gossip to tell we know where to find you but if there's work to be done i can't ever find exactly. you. Exactly. It's like someone needs to tell these people. Yeah. And then what did I say? Oh, I said we're back to the van. And I wrote Layla and Emre, the lie apologists. Because they're bas- cause Layla is basically like, oh, just call John so you can hear his voice and tell him mom's all right. Tell him this. So basically keep lying to him. Mm-hmm. Keep lying to him. Tell him mom's better. Mm-hmm. And this is the best way. Mm-hmm. And M's just drowning in
0: guilt. She literally says that. Yeah. Like, I'm drowning in guilt here. Yeah. And well, and Emery even tells her he never trusted anyone till you. Great. So, way to build the trust by having her continue to lie to him. Uh huh. Yeah.
1: Bravo. Obviously,
0: there's no reason for him to yeah. trust her. Slow if clap just for you, Emery. She's lying. Mm-hmm.
1: And then Huma gets to work back at the agency. She and Eileen are walking in together, wondering where the boys are. Mm-hmm. And freaking.
0: Idiot Emray strikes again. Uh-huh. I put Huma calls an idiot boy. Tells her he that, just, he, that John and Son M fought.
1: Yeah. He just spills, spills the news. About the proposal too. Like, yep. well, he proposed and she refused. Which, you know, Huma is initially shocked by because she's, again, convinced that Son M is a gold digger. So it's kind of like, well, why'd she refuse him? Uh-huh. And, you know, she basically is like, well, then something's up. So even Huma's not that stupid. She's like, well, there's got to be something then.
0: Well, and and I didn't really understand that because mm-hmm. I thought, okay, well, you you've been proven. It's been proven that okay. she's not a gold digger, right?
1: Or she would have jumped at the chance to say yes. Yeah. So
0: you're just looking for something to be wrong with this that, girl. That's actually true. Yeah, you're right because she's not that insightful. She just assumes there must be something else. Yeah, she just is searching for anything. Possibly to be wrong with Son M. Yeah. So the fact that she <laughs> said no to John's proposal, well, now suddenly she's not a gold digger. So it's got to be something else that's right. wrong with her. Well, and Eileen also finds this peculiar.
1: Kind yeah. of. She sort of knows what's going on, though. So she calls fabri to basically tell him, like, "Hey, guess what? Yeah, to this... gloat. Yeah, to gloat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like already phase one of our plan because John's upset that Son M basically said no to his proposal. Mm-hmm. But Fabri, I'll give him credit. He's like, "Well, yeah, she probably feels guilty about the fact that she's keeping this from him." Yeah. And he says uh, and again, to his credit, uh if I know anything about Sanem, she's not going to be able to lie about this for long. She's yep. that she's going to want to tell him the truth. Mm-hmm. So basically, and soon. Yep. So basically our timeline's moving up. We have to move on this otherwise he's going to find out before we can even do anything. Yep. So basically he tells Eileen you're tasked with finding all the red mode campaign stuff, sending it to me so that we can basically push out the same campaign, but sooner. Mm-hmm. So that it basically ruins uh, Fikri Harika's campaign. Because mm-hmm. obviously they can't put out a duplicate campaign. Right. So that plan's now getting put into motion. Uh, John calls Sunem She's back at home. You know, he asks about her mom and all this stuff. He basically is like, okay, so everything's fine and settled. Good. We need to talk. Yeah. He's like, you're going to meet me at the coast. Yep. Good for him. Yep. He doesn't ask. He doesn't request it. He basically just says, we have to talk. Yep. And I'll be there in an hour. See you in an hour. And <laughs> yeah. hands up. And good for him. Because you yeah. know what? He deserves an explanation. Yeah. So. Yep. Oh, here's the note. This is what I started to text you last night. Oh, and then yeah, I was like, yeah. Oh, I should just wait. <laughs> so last week when we were like, what the heck with stinking humor? Yeah. And I'm a partner. That's my authority. And we're like, you're not a partner because you gave your shares to Emre. Okay. Okay. gulies makes a statement when she and JJ are talking at some point. It's an in, it's a conversation that doesn't actually matter. But she says to JJ, she does have authority. She owns 20% of this agency. So you were right. She <gasps> I only gave, was right. Mm-hmm, <gasps> she only gave half her shares to Emre because she was oh. a 40% shareholder. She was 40%. Baba's 40%, and then the boys were each 10%. Oh. So, because Gulis is like, well, Huma owns 20% of this company. huh So, clearly, when she was helping Emre out back in, like, episode 18 or 19. Okay. She only gave him half. But it was enough because um, it w- it either made him equal or higher than John's shares because John had 10%. Right. Plus, he was controlling. Okay. Um, yeah, because John only had 10%. Yeah. Okay. So...
0: Okay, mm-hmm. I'm proud of myself that yeah. I remembered that. So good
1: job. <laughs> so it was only half that's the not shares. Not
0: something that's normal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, you did. Re- you recalled that
0: correctly. So I wanted All to right. point that out.
1: Cool. So, anyways, um, also on the subject of Eulie's, she thinks that Eileen and emory are basically a thing again. Yeah, and JJ. Almost spills like no because there's something going on with like Layla and Emery, right? But then he sort of catches himself. Yes, and starts talking about lettuce. Yeah,
0: <laughs> starts talking about lettuce instead. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah. So. Um, uh, yeah, and then Eileen needs to spy, so she starts yelling every yelling and screaming like until a somebody maniac. finds, shows her where the red mode campaign is. Right. Yeah. And JJ gets Gullies an evil eye to help ward off Eileen. (laughs) I like his little necklace, though. Me, too. And all the scenes. When 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 he's, he's like, he's trying to cover his face with it and he's hissing (laughs) at her. It's
1: so good. It is the best. We need (laughs) a gif of that for any time something. Yes. We need to make a gif of that. Yes, to ward off Uh any evil.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Oh, sorry, Jack.
1: Um... Yeah, that was really funny. And then we're what? In the Mahali, right? We're back at the house? Yeah, Mefkabe
0: comes home. Yep. And is like, Layla, what's going on with Osman? Tell me. Because, of course, there's chit-chat and all this stuff going (laughs) around. Yeah.
1: And she basically says, you know, well, I'm going to give him a chance and we're going to be together and all this stuff. And Mefkabe, thank God for a Uh nugget of wisdom coming out of her mouth, she says... He is, he's absolutely who I like better. Don't yep. get me wrong. He is the better choice. Yep. But do not play with his feelings. Thank you, Mama Mevkabe. Not that Layla listens. No, she doesn't. Alert. But I appreciated that she said that. Yeah, she
0: says if you aren't serious about it, don't play with him. Yeah,
1: because they know how, everybody knows how Osman has felt about Layla.
0: Yeah. And, well, yeah. and she,
1: what does she say? Well, while you're looking for that. Find it, okay? Yeah. Osman calls while this is going on, asks her to dinner, and Layla just keeps making up lame excuses mm-hmm. to not go. Like, oh, I have to work late tonight. Oh, I'm probably gonna have to work late tomorrow and this weekend. We have a big campaign. Yeah. And I won't make promises for next week either because I don't know what work's gonna be like. Like, could you be more obvious? Like, your mom just said not to toy with his feelings, and you're doing exactly that. Exactly Twenty seconds later.
0: Yeah. Yep. Well, and and maybe she had maybe what Mevkebet had said kind of got to her Mm -hmm. of like well maybe i'm not serious about him right and maybe i need to stop messing with him um but yeah what because what mev all that i wanted to make a note of was Kabe said yes few because layla's like few what are you talking about and she says yeah yes few god knows he's a pure handsome tall and good young man he said yes he is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that's all i love that that's With a per- just, that is the perfect description of it osman. is that is osman in a
1: nutshell so yeah then we get to john m at the coast mm-hmm. and i took screenshots of that because yeah it's a very serious conversation and this is where his voice really is like super soft and just kind of broken and yeah and vulnerable vulnerable I feel like I did not say that correctly. You said it okay. correct. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> Some, yeah. yeah. So Anyhow. I don't blame him at all. No, and for he basically that he says. Yeah. So she gets in the car. They're in the car, and he's looking at her, and he says, "What was the thing that you had to tell me, Sonam?" And she says, "And this bothers me because she's like, when?" And it's like, and he calls her out, and he says, "When are you gonna act like you don't know?" And he says, at the cottage, when I proposed to you, you said that you had to tell me something. What was it? What did you have to tell me? And she says, John, actually, and he says, you said that it was really important. What could be more important than that moment of ours? Uh, yep. And she says, John, we, I think we're
0: moving too fast. (sighs) Which, like, that, um, on him, I, I just... and I mean, obviously, she's just grasping it Right, claws. she she just has to find something, something to say, even because... though she did have
1: the choice right here to just tell him the truth. She did, despite what her stupid sister and idiot Emry had to say. Like she could have said, "Okay, here it was, and we didn't. I didn't get to tell you because then we got interrupted by Layla and Emry." Mm-hmm. So she says, "We're moving too fast." I mean the neighborhood. I don't know my family, your family. I think all of those things created a pressure on you. That's how I feel. And he says, son, M, we've talked about this a lot of times. Didn't we? We love each other. Don't we pressure, all those things. I don't care about them. And she says, we talked, but, and he says, but what? She says, your mother came here. And that's why I think you're a little confused. And he says, My mother might have come, but that's my problem. Even if I am confused about her, what does that have to do with you? hmm And she says, Your mother didn't like me at all. I mean, we had a terrible start. That's why I think that way. And he kind of like his eyes turned to like little slits, like he's looking at her, like yeah. you're out of your mind. Yes. He says, Son M, I think you're just finding excuses. And she says, I'm not, John. And he says, You are, son M. You are. You are making up excuses. There's only one explanation for this. We're not on the same page. Yeah. And she says, how? And he says, our feelings, they're not equally intense. Oh, that I made know. me so sad when he said that. That's super depressing. Oh, that, that was gut-wrenching. And yeah. He says, you don't feel what I'm feeling. And she says, John, I love you so much. And he says, I love you so much too. There's no reason for us to talk about this any longer then. I said what I can say and I don't know what else can be said. I mean, what will happen next is something that you should think about. Decide what you want to do, son. And she just says, Okay. And that whole I mean, I'm sub- everything John said, I'm hundred percent behind it. Yep, me too. And this just would have been the time for her to just tell him because here's the thing. At this point, he's slipping through her fingers anyways. Because
0: the big fear. And she can tell that. Uh
1: Uh-huh. She knows that right right And that's what she's already afraid of is that this lie is going to send him packing. Mm -hmm. But she's already losing him. Like, he's like, look, clearly I I misunderstood your feelings for me. You know what I mean? So it's like he's already slipping away. You literally have nothing
0: worse to lose at this point. Yeah. So what's worse, your boyfriend knowing that you lied to him or your boyfriend thinking that you don't love him that much? Yeah. And then later on your boyfriend thinking that you obviously don't trust him uh-huh. for, about anything. Right. How how was how are those two things any worse mm-hmm. than fessing up to the fact that you lied about something? Yep. I and don't get it. This is where I just blame Osley. Yeah. Well Yeah, it it's just frustrating. Yeah, because it is. Because this is we son Sanem already learned from all of this yeah. fifteen episodes ago. Yeah. Or she should have. Yeah. We all thought she did learn from it. Right. But apparently not. Right. Yeah. So it's just it's just frustrating. And, you know, someone
1: pointed, Julia uh, from Instagram pointed mm-hmm. out, like, you know, there has to be conflict. Of course. And, and she's totally right. And she even admitted, she's like, I'm probably one of the only Osley apologists. And I said, hey, <laughs> somebody needs to defend her. So yeah. it's totally fine.
0: And I, and I
1: get that. Yes. And I get that we needed to create conflict or, you know, the show yes. would have ended, you know at episode 30 right so I understand right but can we be a little more creative about the conflict instead of Uh, just regurgitating old conflict that we learned from and moved on from Mm -hmm.
0: yeah there I I agree so because there could have been I mean I'll give you 10 ideas right now there could have been some sort of illness or accident Uh they could have gotten engaged and now they're dealing with issues from the media yep. or from the Mahale yep. and it's the two of them against the world kind right. of a thing. Or it could be the two of them against Huma. Yep. It could be the two of them against Fabri. Like there are other ways uh-huh. to frame the or conflict. here's a bright idea. Let's actually
1: not have her keep lying. Let's have her tell the truth mm-hmm. and see that she's grown by telling the truth instead mm-hmm. of lying and be able to show that he's grown yep by not just bolting from the second he finds out the truth yep. yes being upset yes being mad and having to deal with it yeah but dealing with it in a way that doesn't mean just leaving everything behind and running yep. away or immediately breaking up right yeah like yeah. It, we could have watched them deal with it in an entirely different way and go oh look they've grown and have learned how to communicate better yeah but And there still could have been a whole conflict within that. Right. Like, there could have been a whole storyline within that. Right. Anyhow, but I could go on about that forever, so I guess we can move on. (laughs) Uh, I said, we're back to Snoopy Eileen because she is out. She's in the archive room. Yeah, downloading. Downloading stuff onto a USB. She also finds M's idea journal. Yep. And basically is gathering stuff to be able to send to Fabry. J.J. walks in during this, but he's, he's just so distracted by the fact that he's, yeah, he's into so Eileen. Yeah, he's so scared of
0: her. He doesn't body. even
1: realize what she's doing. Yeah. He, that's when he starts pushing that ne- the necklace towards her and like hissing yeah. with the evil eye.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And it's it's very comedic, but it's kind of like, J.J., come yeah. on, pay attention. You could have seen that she was like downloading something onto a USB. Right. Or yeah. Or was holding
0: Sonim's journal. Or that he could have just asked her, why are you in here? Right. I mean, she's a shareholder technically. True. But- Um, yeah, then she goes and feeds Duren Sanem's idea without Duren knowing that. And I mean, at least she's kind of truthful because Duren's like, why are you giving me this information? And, uh, Eileen tells her, I, I hate Sanem a little more than I hate you. Yeah. So basically
1: like (laughs) you're the lesser of two evils. Yeah. So I
0: would rather help you if it means not helping her. Well, and she says something to the effect of, you know, we're... We're two of the women who helped build this company, mm-hmm. and we've got to stand up for each other. Which I was like, "Yeah, sure, okay." I know, and I was like, "Whatever come you on. say, Eileen." Right, and I'm like, "Come on, Duran, don't take the bait." Like, which it's kind of surprising that she did take the bait mm-hmm. because she has proven time and time again that she knows better when it comes to Eileen, right? Especially because of how closely they obviously worked when Eileen was still at the agency. Yeah, um, so I. It's surprising to me that – and maybe because she kind of made that quasi-confession of I'm only doing this because I hate you a little less than mm-hmm. I hate M, Maybe Duren was like, well, she's probably telling the truth then. And, if, you know, Duren's not M's biggest fan either. No, so she's
1: not. She, if she stands to benefit from seeing M knocked down a pig or two, she's probably going to do it. Yeah. So – and the idea, quote-unquote, that Eileen gives her is from – Sun journal and it says, be remembered, yeah. basically, or remember me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's the slogan. Duran's going to run with it and add to it. Meanwhile, we uh, switch over to, I wrote Osman on the couch in socks. <laughs> and
0: he I put
1: in parentheses, he can pull off a turtleneck.
0: Yes, he can. Because
1: he's wearing one. You know...
0: And he looks far different in he, one than Emory does. I He's so beautiful that I didn't even notice he was wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> neck. His, there's something about he looks so good in this episode. Mm-hmm. And like his scruff is just right. Uh-huh. It's right at the perfect stage. And except for the scenes when they comb out his curls, I don't like that. Yeah. Whoever his costumer is or whoever his makeup artist uh-huh. is, don't comb out. My sweet baby angel's curls. So there's actually, um,
1: later on, I wrote it down somewhere, but there's a scene where this is all happening in the same day, but it's in different locations, like one's at a restaurant, one's in the Mahalay. But his hair go from one way yep, to the other? And his hair goes from curly <laughs> and like classic Osman to that combed over straightened mm-hmm. look for the show he's on. And But it flashes, it goes back and forth, and I'm like, okay, well clearly there's a continuity issue here but <laughs> with stuff like that i'm like i feel like we have to forgive it because they're on such a tight filming schedule and they film oh, so yeah. close to real time that yeah, it's like, how can well, you keep track yeah yeah so, but they
0: should just never comb his hair like but that. but they should never just they just need hair. to leave it curly i totally agree and wild i totally agree it's too much and i love it it's true so
1: there he's at home ihan basically yeah is like okay i don't want to have to tell you this but now that you're getting more serious about layla like i need to show you this and yeah he, you know she shows him the pictures that jj took of her and emre in the cafe together and he starts to make an excuse and she's like no these are new pictures like i need you to know this and mm-hmm. she's just being a good sister honestly like i get it she yeah. wants to protect him so clearly he's upset because he's like i have to go upstairs and kind of leaves yeah and then poor baby angel. Let's see. Then we're back at the agency, and Huma. I just wrote.
0: She's going on and on about Sanem being a slum chick, <laughs> like, she's so awful. I put Huma running her fat mouth again. Seriously. Nor- yeah, and I did the same thing. Normal for a slum girl is what I. Yep. What I noticed, and then she makes a comment like, "I'm interested in my sons," and I ask, "Since when?" Yeah. You've been off doing your own thing. Even since John was a kid. Uh-huh. Sure, at that point you had Emery with you, but it was all selfish. Right. Since when have you actually been involved or interested in your son's lives? Right. Maybe Emery. Sure, I'll give you that. Yep. But even, yeah. And this this isn't like too
1: spoilery, spoilery to the storyline. But it's like we even find out later on like she supposedly only took Emery with her because that was the only way she could keep shares in the company. And it's like, so you valued your shares over your other son. Like she's trying to, yep. She's trying to use it as an excuse for sympathy, but it's like, but it makes so you, you sound clear- even worse. Yeah, you clearly just said you valued money more than your other kid. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so yeah, super annoying, super awful. Yeah. And I said, and I want to choke her. And John has no interest in her wanting to fix things. I love what he said.
0: Yeah. What I didn't, I didn't write it down. I don't well, know because he's leaving. And he doesn't oh, he's, even... He's, he's getting... He's at home changing he's, or He's right? just changing and okay. grabbing stuff, yeah. Because okay. he's not going to sleep there because she's there. Right. And he's like... He's like, I'm leaving. He doesn't even acknowledge her. Uh-huh. And she stands up and she's like, John, John, wait. And he's like, what? He basically, says, what? What uh-huh. is it? Tell me. What do you <laughs> yeah. need? And she's like... She's like, you're not going to stay here, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no. What do you want? Mm-hmm. And she says, I'm just trying to fix our relationship and he says, we don't have – uh, you, we don't have to fix our relationship because we don't have a relationship to fix. We never oh. have and we never will. And mm-hmm. I was like, yes. So mm, I'm all about it. Yeah. And and then I <laughs> I don't know why I wrote it this way. But I said, and because she knows him not a wit, she calls Jada. <laughs> yep. And I put – so what does Huma do? Calls Jada
1: and basically – Tells her that John and M broke up, which that was never said. No, it wasn't. Huma. So she's mm, yeah. making all these mm, assumptions. Yep. Or she probably, even no, I shouldn't even give her that much credit. She's not assuming. She knows she's lying. She's just trying to do anything to get Jada to go around John. Yeah. Because Jada, last episode, was kind of like, well, John's not really interested, you know, in being around me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah,
0: Jada was finally coming to right. her
1: senses. But what's gonna be like a dangled carrot in front of her the fact that sonim's not his girlfriend anymore Mm -hmm. so of course she takes the bait and is like oh well then maybe maybe uh his feelings towards me will change now and yeah i can't stop rolling my eyes you guys yeah we're just know that we're basically rolling our eyes and scoffing (laughs) the entire time we're recording this episode (laughs) And then we pan uh, to John in super long sleeves again, and yes. I love it so much. Even though but he's, he's all, really even though he's sad, he's sad and depressed,
0: and drinking his sorrows away <laughs> at a bar. Yep, but poor he looks really baby. hot. He looks really hot doing it, guys. He does. We'll cheer you up, John. Uh uh-huh.
1: <laughs> So poor, sad John in his super long sleeves at the yeah. bar, and Jada it's basically a very
0: emo thing. It is to a- have the long sleeves over you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is he's so precious though oh looks, i know he just looks so
0: precious uh so jada, jada calls. calls and basically invites herself to where he is yeah and she's like i don't feel like going home what are you doing mm-hmm. <laughs> i love your jada voice it's very good <laughs> <laughs> oh my god he's no. like yeah that's you want to come here? That's fine. Come. All right. Whatever. Yeah. So, I, I'm here drinking.
1: And yeah. He's just so apathetic about I, it. He's he just is. like, yeah, you can come, I guess. Yeah. So, do whatever you want. I'm not going to stop you. Right. So she is like, okay, I'm headed to you. And then let's see. Oh, we get a few minutes with Eileen and Fabri. She basically shows him the campaign ideas that she's stolen so far was yes. like, okay, but I need everything. So I need you to do everything you absolutely can uh
0: uh-huh. and
1: get this done. Yeah. And she's like, okay, I'll do what I can. And he's like, no, no, you're not going to do what you can. You're going to do the very best. Yeah. And I think that's when Eileen gets a little taste of oh, the fact yeah. that she might be in over her head. Yep. That this dude is not. She might not be in the driver's seat like she thought she was. Uh-huh. He does not mess around and he is going to get what he wants one way or the other. Yep. And I'm kind of yeah. like. This
0: whole episode, he is. In high gear, he's uh-huh. pushing at her. He's like, "No, no, no! You're gonna get me what I want, uh-huh. and you don't have a choice." Yep. And he basically says, "Like I gave you these shares so yep. that you could do this for me." Mm-hmm. So she's getting a little taste of her own medicine. Her own medicine, and I hope it's bitter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so then we have Sad Sonem up yeah, in her room.
0: She's upset, talking to rocks. <laughs> <laughs> that is what she's doing because she's basically she talking is. to her amber
1: necklace M's talking with her rock she winds up calling john uh-huh and of course she hears jada as she walks in because stupid jada hears john be like oh hi M." Mm-hmm. so then jada's like
0: salem i'm here
1: <laughs> so she her hears- and
0: another character have mm-hmm. made me Hate that word because that's they never say Merhaba. Nope, they, they always say Salem. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm.
1: yep, disgusting. Huma says it too whenever she does oh, say she it. She does. So then I said, She hears Jada, and then, <coughs> excuse me, the insonemity starts. Yes, it and we does. haven't seen some legit insonemity in we a haven't. little while. We haven't. So they get off the phone cuz she's like, "Oh, clearly you're busy. I'll let you go." And they hang up. So then her mind is going a million miles a minute. Right. Her her uh is that does her brain start talking to her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah her inner voice. Her inner voice yeah. starts talking to her. Meanwhile, Jada is like, "John, you seem down. Are you okay? Are you this?" And he's like, "Yeah, I don't really want to talk about it." And she's like, "Did you and Son M fight?" And he's like, "Jada, I don't want to talk." Yeah. And he and she's like, "Well, okay, we don't have to talk, but you know, what? let's toast to the fact that we're both free spirits. We have that in common. And he's like, and I love this because he says, Jada, we don't have as much in common yes. as you might think. And then he gets up and goes to the dartboard, just leaves her sitting there <laughs> yeah. and goes over to shoot darts. I love it. And I'm like, yes, because you know what? That's really the first time he's really like put her off. Like he's always yeah. tolerated and been nice before even when I felt like he needed to be more aggressive in like right holding her at arm's length yeah but this is I'm like yes like he is really holding her at arm's length yeah and I'm here for it and And he's being clear with her finally especially because this is during a time when he and Sonam are having issues Mm -hmm. so
0: it feels much more important for him to do that right now yes yeah and I love that he did yep I agree so Sonam's inner voice is taunting her
1: And then she has the whole dream scenario where that she punches Jada, that she's the bartender and and walks around the corner and and basically, yeah, punches Jada. And then Dream John is like, oh, I'm impressed and all this stuff. And it's really cute. And she like strokes his beard while she's wearing the boxing glove. And Mm -hmm. anyways, it's obviously a fake little dream bubble. But she basically is like, I need to go and check up on them. She's stressing out that like they're going to leave together from the bar. So, she goes to get a cab and sees that someone she knows is getting out of it and so okay. then she's like, "Oh crap, like I I can't take a cab, someone might see me." Mm-hmm. And cuz she's sneaking out when she should be at right. home. Yes. So she calls Osman, wakes poor osman up and he is he's god too bless good him. for this world god
0: bless him he's too good for all of them he is osman you you deserve the best of the best like i don't we don't even deserve you no none of us he's too you, pure osman.
1: for this he's too pure for this world he is, he
0: gives because this he little idiot his car he hands useless. his car
1: keys over to her after saying sanam just let me drive you and she's like no yeah. i've already woken you up and inconvenienced you and he's like but i really don't mind and after she refuses that, he gives her the keys, even though it's clear she has no idea how to drive this car. She's like, he's like, be careful because the clutch is tricky. And she's like, oh, I don't use a clutch.
0: <laughs> Not like... my style. <laughs> <laughs> some just... of her lines, I, w- I will say uh, with, for Ozley, this whole like progression, even when she wakes up Layla. Yes. It's hilarious. It is so She's funny. got some great lines she... in this whole um this whole progression of progression. Again, scenes. she's showcasing Demet's ability oh, yeah. for
1: physical comedy and it's great because she's like oh I'm just kidding of course I use the clutch it's very important and then she like can't even roll the window down and he's like M, it's just the button like it's just really funny and then she tries oh. to drive off and Osman knocks on the window and is holding the keys and she's like
0: what if I said I don't use keys that'd be funny yeah. huh like it's just a very funny scene and then even earlier when she goes and she wakes up Layla and she's like, oh, you're you're such a princess. You sleep like a queen. Uh-huh. And then you snore like a tractor. And-, <laughs> <It's so laughs> and I don't understand how these noises come out of your little body. <laughs> it's so funny.
1: It's oh, really I mean, good. And when Layla keeps falling back asleep, she's like, oh, don't worry. I'm just having a mental breakdown. <laughs> but sure, just keep sleeping. <laughs> don't let
0: me disturb you.
1: <laughs> I love it. Uh, and then, yeah, I wrote that whole exchange is gold. Yes. And so Sana- Sanem arrives at the cabin in one Somehow piece. Shockingly, it. yeah. And it's dark. Mm. No, no lights are on or anything. So her mind starts messing with her, like, oh, they're here because they're already asleep and cuddling, and, and feel, yeah, <laughs> all this stuff. Well, then a cab pulls up. She hides yeah. behind her car. Yeah. Realizes that he's alone, and she's like, oh, okay, I did not need to come all the way out here and check on him. He's alone. Okay, I can go home. Which, of course, because she's M
0: and has no idea how to drive this car. Well, and you're in a white car in his driveway. <laughs> yeah. You don't think he noticed that. Right. Come on, <laughs> girlfriend.
1: <laughs> so she tries to leave on the sly, backs into like a
0: tree trunk or something. Yeah. The
1: blinkers come on. The windshield wipers are going. It's just a whole hot mess. It's chaos. And... I, if we remember, let's try to post the behind the scenes clip of this. Okay. I think it's one that Chari shared. Is it when they're just laughing? Yeah. they can't stop laughing? Yes. Which is so good because this yes. next part is actually really
0: awful. awful.
1: But the behind the scenes is so funny. Yeah. She and John cannot keep straight faces. So Demet and Yaman are like, and they're blaming each other, you know? And he's <laughs> like, well, she's making me laugh. And she's like, it's him. He's like... The whole behind-the-scenes, I'm so grateful for it. It's so cute. It's like one of my favorite, favorite behind-the-scenes It's really cute. So we'll have to share it. But anyhow, and you'll want to watch it after seeing the actual scene that it is. Yes. So he comes over. He actually knocks on her windshield. I didn't realize this, again, because I didn't watch it with subs. But he acts like a cop, and he's like, license Uh and registration. Yeah. And she's like, what? No, there's no alcohol involved. And he's like, no alcohol, really? And she goes, "Uh, I was parking, but I guess I, I went a little too much backwards because I usually park cars very well. And she goes, should I go forward or backwards? Because if another car comes, it should be able to park here easily. And he's like, no, don't move the car anywhere. Don't do anything. It should stay as it is. Don't create any more expenses now. There's no need. And he gets more serious and he says, why did you come here, Sanem? And she says, or no, he says, the more important part is, why are you now leaving without even talking to me? Mm. Why did you come all the way here and now you're trying to leave secretly? And she's like, well, I was curious about you too. I mean, I was worried about you. That's why. And he goes, you were worried. She says a lot and he says you could have called me and she tries to get goofy and she's like oh no because you can't talk on the phone while driving. That's illegal. I mean you'll be fined for that. You can't. That's why I couldn't call you so I didn't call. I just drove the car here only because both my hands were on the wheel just like this and I came here. And he says I see whose car is this? And she says osman's It's new. Uh, it was new. I mean he just got it but he probably should have taken a vow or something. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I don't know
0: either. But I still
1: laughed because she's just being ridiculous. She's like, well, what did you do? I guess you're coming from the bar directly, directly and alone. Did you come alone? You came back. You're home now. Is that right? She's just like going on and on, talking over herself. Yeah. And he and he calls it out for what it is. He says, so you were curious about Jada, weren't you? She goes, who J J Oh the curly haired one, which again it's like come on son M. She goes with the crossed legs, and she goes no why did I say that why did you think like that, and he goes I didn't think about it son M, and see I came home alone. And she goes wonderful wonderful everyone should be back home cozy safe and asleep in their own homes by themselves good, he says. So you came here because you were curious about this. You came here to see if I was with Jada. You came here to check on that, right? She says, yes, I was curious. I mean, after all, I can be worried about my boyfriend, right? And I think this was also, I think she not only was saying that, but also like, I can still call you my boyfriend, right? Like, because she's not really sure where they stand. Right. So I think she was also kind of check, checking to see if he was going to be like, uh, I'm not your boyfriend. Right. And she says, I don't, I was worried. And he goes, so you seriously don't trust me at all? Yeah. And she goes, what? Trust? Of course not. I do trust you. I just, I don't want you to think like that and get the wrong idea. Not at all. I trust you. But I don't trust Jada. And he goes, so I'm open to such a possibility. That's what you think of me? She's like, no, you've got it terribly wrong. There's no such thing. But when she comes to the bar and all, I mean, why is that? And he says, Son M, I didn't invite her there and I didn't ask her to come. She just came, okay? And she goes, and she goes, Would someone go to a place that she wasn't invited to and stay in a place that she's not wanted? And he kind of looks at her like, hmm. Yeah. I don't know, would she? Yeah. Because she just showed up here uninvited. Uh huh. And she goes, How? And he says, You're not by my side. You left me alone. You're questioning me about my loneliness. Do you realize this, son M? So you obviously don't trust me. You have no faith in me. You trust me so little that you even came here and watched my house from here. How can you be such a stranger towards me when you know that you are inside my very soul, Sanem?
0: Uh, that... Well, and then he tries to give her his phone and he's like, here check my messages Uh see what I've been up to see what I've been doing yep and she says no John please I don't like this at all and part of me is like girl you brought this on yourself Uh um and she says no please can you take it back I'm really sorry I'm really sorry yes I got jealous okay I got confused for a moment and I don't know what happened exactly but when Jada came to you and all I just thought and he says uh no no you were right really and she says yes it's normal to be jealous of your boyfriend right she says, thanks for agreeing with me. And I'm like, oh, no. Girl, you're walking into the trap. <laughs> I know. And he says, not like that, Sonam. I, I think we should get to know each other better. Don't worry. I won't say a word about marriage from now on. You won't hear any such thing from me. Mm-hmm. Actually, you should grow up a little bit, a little bit more. Okay? Anyway, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of the car and I'll take you home. You probably snuck out of the house and came here in secret. And if they realize it, they're going to be really worried about you. Is that right? Is that true? Do I know you right? And, and oh, he's got her cornered. He does. Every single thing. Every one of those arrows is landing and meeting its mark. And uh-huh. he's not wrong. Nope. And she can't even, there's nothing she can say to that because he's absolutely right. Yeah. And then she starts to panic and she's like, John, don't leave me. Not like this. I mean, every relationship might have these small problems, but you're cutting it off just like that. And he's like, I'll take you home. (laughs) So she's like, no, I'll just, I'm going to go by myself. I can go. Don't bother yourself. And he's just, he's a little sarcastic Mm -hmm. because he says, right? Sure. Someone might see us. Of course, you're right. They'll talk about us, right? because it's a disgrace, right? Because we're together because I love you so much and because loving you is shameful. Oh, that killed me. Yeah. Because
1: he's making excellent points. Like yeah, I know. We can't be seen together because God forbid
0: anybody know how much I love you. Mhm.
1: For mm-hmm. the sake of
0: shame. Yep. And mm-hmm. he's like watching my house at night like this. This is perfectly normal, but it's a disgrace for me to love you this much. Loving is shameful and that's kind of the end of it really mm. but it's yeah cuz he like walks off after that he walks mm-hmm. off and she's like john and then it the scene changes but it <sighs> it's mm-hmm. hard to watch because you can't blame him no and he's not wrong he's not wrong at all because these are her these are the patterns that she has been showing even after everything that they've been through, with right. all the previous lies, right? And obviously, he doesn't have the full story, but that's also her own fault, right? So, yep, you can't blame anyone but her. Mm-hmm. It's oh, it's and just awful because you know, I we got to give credit where it's
1: due, Mm-hmm. because this whole like shameful rumors Mahali thing—that's all even from the Aisha days. So, I'll yes. give Osley credit, like. She brings it to a head very well in this scene. Right. He's finally gotten to the point where he's like, this is enough. Mm -hmm. He's been under, even though he hasn't ever liked it, he's been understanding about it. Like he's always acknowledged like, well, we grew up differently and you have different traditions. So, you know, yeah, I maybe don't understand it, but I accept it. I respect it.
0: Mm -hmm. But
1: now it's getting to a point where she's using it as a crutch for everything and Mm -hmm. he's calling her out for it. Yeah. And it's time to do that. Yep. Because this scene, regardless of the fact that, yeah, I don't love that they have Sanem in another lie again, even if she wasn't in another lie, I still feel like Sanem would still be using this as an excuse for something. Yeah. Like, because this is something Sanem hasn't quite gotten over, is the whole Mahale, my family, the rumors, that this. So this was a very pivotal scene. Yeah. And it, yeah. Yeah, it was gut wrenching, but it was it was important and important. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. and and I think that John really needed to be able to say all of that, yeah, and get it off of his chest. I agree, he really did. So,
1: oh, we're we're left a little a little bit sad after that. Yeah, and Layla and Osman have a conversation the next morning, and I was actually really proud of him because he basically tells her like. I know, you know, I know that you're still talking with Emery. Mm-hmm. I know you're still in love with him. Mm-hmm. But every time you call me, every time you want to go do something, you, you're you giving me hope and I'm getting really tired of hoping. Yep. And then he says, I just want you to know he's going to break your heart again. Yep. And then he walks off and I'm like, please let this be the end. I know. It please let this be the end. It's not. Yeah. Spoiler <laughs> alert. It's not. <laughs> But if for only. now, but for now, I was proud of him yes. for saying that and walking off. Me too, absolutely. And then we get a little bit of a comedic relief. We learn that JJ needs a new apartment and he's stressing out because yes. his landlord's kicking him out. And but M is simultaneously stressing about john because they're at work the next day yeah. so both of them are just babbling about their stresses to the other one but <laughs> neither one's actually listening to yeah. what they're talking about mutual babbling and i have to also say i love her look i other than her pa- the pants part needed to be tailored to whatever shoes she was wearing i agree i loved her whole have,
0: look they should have um hemmed them up a tiny little bit yes but i loved her hair i loved mm-hmm. the yeah i just loved her whole look yeah i
1: felt like because we picked on her, her particular look of hers last episode yeah. I wanted to showcase that I really liked
0: this one yeah these were were much better hmm they they had her in a couple weird things the last couple episodes yeah. but this episode pretty much all her outfits yeah. were really good I agree um so anyhow so she looks great yeah uh she
1: walks into the office and John's all business yeah he's got a bit of a cold
0: shoulder for her
1: mm-hmm. which you know she kind of needs she mm-hmm. needs to realize how serious this is yeah uh Huma walks in JJ runs like smack into her and she's like child what are you doing and he gets all excited because he's like child (laughs) like your child can I call you mom (laughs) and then then
0: she calls him office boy again (laughs) and she's like office boy take my coat Uh and then ghoulies brown noses and brings her a coffee Mm um and then oh Eileen and Emery have a little chat Oh, yeah. He basically is like, I know your game now. <laughs> like, okay.
1: <laughs> I love that we're both. Like, like what does that mean? What e- are you saying yeah. this time, Emre? Who, who cares? You have no leverage over her, so who cares whether you like, know her game or not? What piddle is
0: coming yeah. out of your mouth right now? Like, <laughs> I'm like, well. Oh, my gosh. This, well, I, and, and he's basically letting her know that he knows about sanem giving the perfume to fabri right i think that's the whole point of this conversation i think it is too
1: but again he can't do anything with that because she's i I wrote she's still got his balls in her tiny little purse so like there's nothing whether or not he now knows there's nothing he can do about it yeah (laughs) because he won't just be a man and admit to everything he's done so that it takes away eileen's power too no
0: because he's allergic to the truth Kristen. he has an allergy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so basically
1: of course eileen sees layla out the window so she like strokes yeah. Emrys face real quick to make it seem like you know they're together and layla falls for it because eileen walks into her office after and it's basically like i'm just telling you this woman to woman like i know you still need to work here but i just don't want you to have any hope that anything will happen between you and Emery because he and I are back together, but we're keeping it on the down low, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And like a moron, Layla eats it up and is like, oh, I guess she's telling the truth. <laughs> why would Why would Eileen lie to me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we pan over to the creative ah. meeting for Red Mode. JJ's idea is ridiculous, of course, because he's basing it on his own life. He's yeah. trying to make a perfume ad out of the
0: fact that a tenant is getting kicked out of his apartment and it's he, just totally absurd yeah well and he ends up kind of fessing up like like i'm distracted i'm just thinking about and he doesn't he start crying or something yeah
1: he's like upset <laughs> and he's like i'm sorry john like i'm emotional i'm dealing with this stuff and john's like it's okay you were you know you had a story going there if you want to finish it yeah. and he's like no i can't i'm too upset so then Duran shares quote her Ugh. slogan uh-huh. and son spidey senses start tingling because she's like whoa wait a minute yeah
0: and, well and she met she says something right. she says that was my idea i wrote it in my idea book and she shows it
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. duren gets defensive and she's like oh you're accusing me of being a thief you're this you're that and sometimes like i'm not saying that but you know it is coincidental that i have this idea too like yeah and john even says okay well you know duren wouldn't do that right which i do believe no matter how much she doesn't like Son i don't think she would knowingly
0: steal an idea no, from her, but she was no. an idiot and listened to eileen right i mean she did flesh it out really well though yes like the whole um how she kind of w- with with one phrase right she, she expanded really on it expanded on it and uh was able to figure out an entire campaign from it yes and so that was her own work that was Correct. her own doing because sanem didn't even get that far right and she admits she that just, uh-huh like i
1: just had this idea but i didn't get to expand on it yep so John's like, Well, you know, these things are gonna happen. Like, people might come up with similar ideas. Like Yeah, sometimes you know? it's a coincidence. And right. This just
0: happens. And so he
1: basically says to her, like, Well, then do you have anything to add since you also came up with an idea like this? Right. And she's like, Well, I didn't
0: really have time. And he's like, Okay. And then we're gonna have Duran be the creative director of the project yep. and we're gonna go with her idea. Because exactly. it's a great idea. Yep. It's a victory. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: So, yeah, but I said, Duran gets all defensive and crazy, but this is what happens when you
0: trust Eileen Duran. Yeah.
1: Then I don't know. There was some Mahali stuff. I honestly fast forwarded this. We're
0: basically we're getting into the era of the the organ. We're getting into the organic. Area. Oh, with the non-GMO mm-hmm. and all that, and how she wants the
1: shop to start carrying it. But Nihal's like, no, that's yes. expensive. Okay. They
0: have the cousin come mm-hmm. to talk about uh, health and wellness. Oh yeah, the and nutrition or whatever. Uh-huh. Okay. Um. Because basically Muzo comes in and he starts to remind Mevkabe that she's the president of mm-hmm. the neighborhood and they haven't really been doing anything. Yeah. So that's, it's filler. Okay. So, okay. um, from there, that's really all of these, uh, scenes okay. in the Mahale is the dietitian. Oh and yeah. And they really talk it. about, they talk about the three whites, right?
1: Uh huh. <laughs> like the three whites to avoid yes. flour, sugar, and salt. Yep.
0: Okay. I remember that. Yep. And so, then Niha is, he's not about that organic yes. life, so.
1: So, then we have sad son I'm in the archive room. Emery comes and finds her, and he's like, I knew I'd find you in here. And he tries to, like, relate to her, like, I know what it's like to work next to the person you love and not be able to touch them and reach them. Because she's basically saying, like, John's getting colder and colder, and I hate this. Like, uh-huh. I'm losing him anyways. Uh huh. And Emery tries to be all like, I get it. I can relate.
0: And it's like uh no yeah i said i said Emery finds sunim and they have a heart to hollow chest cavity <laughs> 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 because Emery doesn't have a heart because <laughs> he's a tin man so then, um
1: red mode love turns out red mode loved the campaign ideas right mm-hmm. john tells them
0: yep was, and then yeah. jada <laughs> calls mama DeVit the next day all sad oh and yeah hungover because she's like he was cold to me yeah like, so basically, from the way it seemed mm-hmm. with this scene and mm-hmm. how that all ends, is that this is kind of the end of Jada. Right. Or at least we're wrapping it up. I hope so. Because she got the point yeah. from John. Right. Because
1: even with him supposedly being broken up with Son M, yep. he was like, we don't have things in common. Mm mm-hmm. um, Oh, Son M also tries to make plans with John, right? she brings tea to his office and yeah. she's like, we should do something tonight maybe see a movie you can tell she's trying to do anything to just be close to him yeah and he's basically like i have plans with my guy friends tonight we're so. gonna watch the soccer match i think yeah, yeah. um and then so. she leaves all sad Emery tries to quote help him yeah. but i wrote he's incapable of that yeah because what does Emery say when john's like i feel like she's keeping something from me of course she's not keeping anything from you he could have just chosen to say nothing or yeah. been like, oh, I'm sorry you feel
0: that way. But yeah. no, he perpetuates the lie. Yeah. By saying, oh, she's not keeping anything from you. And then I th- I feel like you just said this, but and then Emre is suddenly trying to be BFFs with Sun M. Yeah. Like, where is this coming from? Yeah. Suddenly you don't hate her. And mm-hmm. it's just, I know. it's bizarre. Then, <clears throat> excuse me. Eileen and Fabri are evil texting.
1: Yeah, they basically are taking their plan to the next level. They're getting ready to release the campaign. Mm -hmm. And then um, there's some... Oh, Oh, did you get screenshots of this? Yeah. Because it actually is some good stuff, like with the whole river analogy and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did get it. So, because I don't
0: know why she comes back in the office Mm -hmm. and they're talking. Yeah. Um. So Sonam is leaving and she's kind of a little dejected. Oh, that's right.
1: Because she's like, I'm done working, so I'm going to go.
0: Yeah. And he like, calls her I, early bird. <clears throat> yes. Okay. And she's like, well, it's not my project. I don't have a lot to do. Right. If I need to take care of stuff, I can do it at home. Oh, and, that's right. She kind of says it sour pussily, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds, and sounded terrible. Yeah. So he starts to say basically like, I respect your decision. Um I think about, I'm assuming, see, I must have missed one or two screenshots, but I'm I, assuming it's about the proposal. Well, yeah, he says something. I do remember him saying something like after
1: she says she's leaving because it's not her campaign. He's like, "Um, actually, there's some there's some good stuff in there because he yeah. says, is it just me or do you sound like a
0: little kid whose toy is broken? That's right. And she says, I don't know how to play with my toys. And I always break. Them. I always break them. Yeah. And that was like very clearly had double meaning there. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah. And so he tells her he respects her decision. He even says, though even he though like I it. don't find it right at all, even though I don't like it at all, I don't have a wish to change you or force you to live my life instead. Mm-hmm. And she says, no, you're not forcing me, John. I'm just getting a bit flustered when I love you. I can't help it. Because of my life, I've never loved anyone as much as I've loved you. And he says, me too, hmm. Um, Have you ever seen the Okay, this is, this is where it is. Mm-hmm. So he says, Have you ever seen a place where two rivers meet each other? And She says, No, I haven't. He says, Well, I saw it in the Taurus Mountains. And it's two calming rivers that flow. But right when they meet each other, they turn into the craziest water in the world. Mm-hmm. It's like a bubbling chaos. They're bubbling, flowing. They lose themselves. Just it's like they forgot how to flow. And he says... I mean, they were hitting each other like they were trying to destroy each other. Mm. Then the water in a different riverbed somewhere else close by, the water in a different riverbed is flowing stronger and then calmer. And he says, we are two rivers that just now found each other. That's why we're in this madness. I think we need to learn how to flow together. And then she says, we can find it, right? And he says, we found each other already Oh she says we found each other already we can't lose our way even if we wanted to now. Mm-hmm. And he says I think I just need some time that's all. Yeah. So I I thought it was good and I mean I, I appreciated that he tells her I don't want to change you. I'm not trying to change you. Right. Um because that can kind of be a common relationship thing. Sure. Um and he's trying to understand her and he he's is. trying to respect what she's doing and and you know he seems incredibly logical about Mm -hmm. this whole thing and he's obviously emotional and hurt but he's keeping a really clear head about it yeah and he's being very respectful to her and Mm -hmm. he's not lashing out at all he's just kind of taking it all in stride and it's like listen right now I think maybe we don't know each other as well as we thought we did. Mm-hmm. So we should probably continue to lay that foundation. Right. Get to know each other. And when things start to calm down, then we can move on with our relationship. Right. Which she's the one who said they were moving too fast. Right. So. Yep. How can you blame him? Nope. You can't. So
1: then let's see. Um, She and Layla end up leaving because she sees basically – that Layla is upset
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she's like well Eileen or er, Eileen and Emery are back together and even Sunim's like there's no way yeah even Sunim's like Layla you're mistaken
0: yeah yeah even for but the Aiden much- girls don't wait for anything no <laughs> they make rash decisions <laughs> so yeah Layla's like no I know what I saw
1: and I need to leave here I'm taking my time off I am gonna find another job and Sunem's like, okay, well, if that's what's gonna make you happy, then you should do that. Let's get out of here. Yeah. They leave. Uh, Eileen's getting in Duran's head again because she walks into the office, yeah. into Duran's office. And I'm like, come on, Duran, you've gotta be smarter than this I because know. Eileen weasels her way into seeing what
0: else Duran's working on. And she already fessed up that she stole the idea from Sunem. Right. So yeah. it's like, you have every reason to not trust her for anything. Mm-hmm.
1: But Duran's like, okay, I'll show you what I'm working on. Yeah. And does. So then Eileen gets the last tidbit she needs yeah. to be able to give Fabri for the campaign stealing. Yeah. And then let's see. I write, don't do it, Layla. Osman, you deserve better. Because she meets him for tea. Yes. And basically is like, and here's the thing. The whole time before he gets there, she's like working herself up to I know. this. Okay. Let me give you all a piece of advice. <laughs> <laughs> and if it upsets you, me saying this, I feel like you probably should do some inner reflection. In no situation mm. is it ever okay to toy with someone else as a reaction mm-hmm. to you being upset about a situation in your life. Yeah. You, uh, the fact that she's so upset about Emory and Eileen being back together mm-hmm. clearly means she has feelings for Emory or she wouldn't have any thoughts about it. Right. So rather than, <laughs> rather than dealing with that. Yeah. She... Is basically trying to get back at him, yeah. By talking herself into being with Osman, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have to talk yourself into being with someone, mm-hmm. if the thought ever crosses your mind, like, well, maybe I'll learn to love him. Maybe I'll grow in this. Mm-hmm. Any of that, do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Yeah. Do not anything mm-hmm. like. A huge mistake is ahead. Yep. So I don't know if anybody needs to hear that. Mm -hmm. But please, please, please do not make a decision out of those kinds of emotions. Like it's not, it's, it's not fair to you, but it's really not fair to the person that you're using. Yep. And, oh, I just, this whole next part just bothers me so much because she's, talking herself into it so much she's having to hype herself up Mm -hmm. you should not have to hype yourself up to be in a relationship with someone whether that be a friendship whether that be a romantic relationship a marriage whatever just no so
0: whoever needs to hear that i just need to put that out there yep and as someone who almost forced herself into a relationship that would have ended really badly i 100 percent concur because you got out before. <laughs> I, I did because I realized yeah, this won't, neither of us will be happy. Right. And I was like, okay, this is, I have to make the hard choice yeah. and do the hard thing. But yep. I did it. Yes, you did. And I am much happier. And I think you're both better off. Absolutely. So, he is too. Poor man would have been miserable with me. His, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I know. I know. I know. I would have been a harbinger of... <laughs> bad things for this poor guy's life anyway so yeah
1: just don't do it you guys yeah just don't do it yeah don't do it so basically yeah, so they
0: go from friends to fiance's in 0. 0.6 seconds yes is what i
1: put oh they do because she's like i'll be your boy i'll be your girlfriend you be my boyfriend And he's like no let's not have any more rumors oh. let's do this all right so and i get where he's coming from yeah but again, he, is, he also is not stupid. He knows that she's still in love with Emery. And I think he's more about, like, let me just nail this down before she can run away
0: again. Oh, but don't do it. Oh, And so he's like, I'll come ask for your hand. Ugh. I'll come tonight. And she's like, okay. She's like, tonight? And you see the panic flare. Uh-huh, but she and still then agrees. She's like, uh, yeah, I mean, yes, let's do it. I'm. I'm all in. Uh Uh-huh. And then he's all excited and he, like, picks her up and he's
1: like, I'm getting married. And they all clap for him. I know. And then he, and then it pans to the next scene where he's walking back into the Mahale all happy and excited. That's when his hair goes from comb over to curly, Mm -hmm. even though it's
0: literally, like, two seconds later. Anyhow. So, yeah. Well, then she tells M and M is like, are you sure? Yes.
1: Bravo, M. She two more times throughout this episode even when it's the night of like right before it's about to happen uh-huh M's like please make sure you're doing this for the right reasons yeah please don't do this as a reaction to your rage yeah please don't do this out of your
0: emotions like and guys maybe maybe you're on this the end of the situation where you need to be this friend yes and be the friend okay yep you know maybe they'll get really mad mm-hmm. but if you're like wow this person should not go through with this right then double check yeah are you sure yeah. check in on your friends yeah are you okay is is this what you want are you really sure right <laughs> yep it's true it's so true because then, yeah ihan tries to talk sense into osman yep. and then it all everybody just Decides everybody decides to be on board. yeah. Everybody just basically gets on board because yeah. there's no talking
1: either Osman or Layla out of this yeah. And so they and get Meli Hot to stand in because the tradition is the parents come and ask for the daughter, but yes. obviously Osman and Ihan's parents have passed away.
0: Yes, they decide to get Meli Hot to stand in. Yeah, and the last yeah. half hour is basically the preparation right. for him coming over and then him coming over yes. with a little smidgen of human a smoking jacket. Um, I'm um, sorry, you mean Huma Hefner? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because that's exactly that's, who she reminds that's me of. That's the perfect uh-huh. comparison. That's what I call her the rest of this episode, Huma Hefner. Or she looks like a like a bond villain. Yeah. <laughs> right? And and she's doing maybe because she's doing evil uh-huh. underhanded things. Ooh, it's true. Calling Jada and then calling a mystery person. Yes. A ugh. mystery sweetie. A mystery. Tatlim. Uh-huh. Or Shakarin. I think that's what she calls Sugar. it. Sugar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sugar. So. So that's yeah. basically. And she's disappointed in her sons because Emery comes home, finds out that Layla's getting proposed to and, and takes bolts. off. Yep. Because yeah. everybody is invited and everybody comes over to right.
1: the Iden house. Well, and Sonim debated inviting John, but she does invite him and just says, I know you had plans tonight, but basically I just wanted to extend this invitation as yeah. it's a huge thing for my family. And right. John even recognizes what a big thing it is for her family yes. and decides he's going to come. Mm-hmm. So uh, John winds up being there. Now, um, when John cancels on his friends... Huma overhears that's how she finds out that Layla's getting engaged. Yes. And she goes over to tell him how handsome he is. Like oh you're going to be mistaken for the groom. And he's just he literally just looks at her and says don't touch me. And like walks away. (laughs) And I love it. I love it. Um, JJ's looking for a fridge box to live in. (laughs) Because he needs to find a place to live. Just some funny comedic relief. Ihan calls him during all this. Invites him. He's coming too.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Then there's some awkward sitting in the Aiden living room stuff. Very awkward. And somebody, I think it's actually Muz- Muzo, is like, um, "Leila, shouldn't we? Shouldn't it be time to make coffee? That's like a traditional thing, right?" And the groom always gets salty coffee, right? So she's asking everyone how they're taking their coffee mm-hmm. to go prepare it. And this next part is probably my favorite, funny scene in uh-huh. the whole episode. Because Layla's, of course, in the kitchen, like, mom, the coffee. And she's like, well, make it. Like, I'm busy with all this stuff. And, like, you're going to need to make coffee when your husband wants it one day. So, and she kind of freaks out, like, my husband. And Sonem's like, yeah, Layla, Osman, like the guy you're about to get engaged to. uh (laughs) And she's like, well, but I can't make it foamy like you do. I can't
0: get the the coffee to be foamy. And Mefkebe (laughs) says, I must have missed this. She goes, oh, sorry. She says, you dumbass. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> you, you dumbass. You can't make coffee, but you know how to get married. And she's like, "Now go do it. I, I don't know she why. She calls on Emma dumbass later, too. <laughs> I, know, I don't know why I laughed so hard when I was watching this last night. I could not stop i had to like <laughs> pause it i could not stop laughing <laughs> because she does make a good point she's like you don't know how to make coffee but you know how to get married yeah. like get it together basically yeah and she's like now go make well, the coffee this
0: whole thing is that she's it's like she takes pride in not being domestic right she's like i'm a corporate I'm a, woman right <laughs> but it's like <laughs> you, okay yeah. just because you're a corporate woman doesn't mean you shouldn't know how to make coffee, coffee.
1: yeah so then the best moment of the whole episode happens. John making coffee and saving the day. Well, yes, but the doorbell rings before oh, he gets oh, there. Oh. Oh. Don't skip, Ashley. Oh, this is I like forgot. the only good part of the episode. It is the
0: only good part. This is
1: the saving redeeming grace <laughs> it's of this the episode. Only good part. Oh. I cannot even begin to explain the John Yaman himself could tell me that he was f- fully acting in this scene, and I would not believe him. No, so nothing will convince me that this was not a Yaman reaction, mm-hmm. because yeah, Sunem opens the door, and she's in this like really nice red dress. Yeah, showcases her legs. She's got with heels puffed on sleeves. Yes, very Anne of Green Gables <laughs> yep. with her puffed sleeves, and she, you know her makeup's very done up. Like she mm-hmm. she looks gorgeous. Yeah, and the door opens and john's eyes go so wide yeah and he covers his they mouth out of his head uh-huh yep. he covers his mouth and he's like oh chokey." i mean red it's gained a whole new meaning <laughs> and he's like uh also hello by the way because he didn't even say hi he was yeah, just he got so, so distracted, by, distracted her by her beauty and even she's like Oh, you look so handsome. And she's like, Are those stars on you on your shirt? <laughs> yeah, they're like, just kind of looking uh-huh. at each other all cute. They're all twitter painted with uh-huh. each other. And she finally invites him in. She's like, Oh yes, please come in. And they're in the entryway where he's putting on the slippers. And before he turns around to put his slippers on, he gives her like a twice oh, over. Yeah, he does. It's not even a once over, it's a twice over. No
0: that happens and, probably five times. And in that, just that
1: right, there scene right there.
0: Has to be Yaman you cannot convince me otherwise I
1: mean. uh, uh he's even like and you know he always talks about how he and demet improvise on set uh-huh so i 100 percent believe when he's like oh no come stand right here so i can see you while uh-huh. i'm putting my slippers on yeah. that was so yaman could watch demet uh, Yeah, that's just i'm just stating that as fact yeah he can't take his eyeballs nope. off of her. And Yumon, if that's not true, well, why don't you fly over here to California and come ex- and, and tell us, come, tell us come all about it. it. <laughs> prove it. So I love that scene so much. I could rewind it and watch it 50 times. Yeah. I just love it. It's so good. And then he saves the day. Yes. By showing Layla how to yes. properly make foamy coffee. Being so competent. And he's with just... With coffee. Yes. With <laughs> coffee, no less. Yes. And I love it because he's like, yeah, I was in Greece and they did it this way. And you'll love it. It's delicious. Uh-huh. And even Mevkabe is like, oh, John, you can do no wrong. Like every- And I think even M just gets a little like sentimental over Mm. just how caring he's well she just kind
0: of sits and watches Mm -hmm. him and she's gazing at him fondly as he's doing that Yep, it's really cute and then um
1: this is when you kind of touched on this when Huma inadvertently spills the beans about Layla to Emery
0: she doesn't inadvertently do it. Well, Kristen, her smirk after afterwards proves you're right. all of it. She's doing it on purpose. Yeah, she's doing it to, to torture. torture her son, who she supposedly loves and care, cares mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. But she's just evil. Yeah, because if she, if it were inadvertent, she wouldn't have made that nasty little smirk after. Yeah, I'm you're convinced right. it was on purpose. You're right because. And then she even makes a comment later on. Like, now he'll be able to heal and he'll he'll get over her soon. Right. One down, one to go. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then she makes that mystery phone call to someone since yes.
1: Jada proved to be useless to her. Yes. So then oh we also might have solved jj's homelessness it seems like he's about he's going to rent from meli hot because her tenants just moved out yeah meli hot finally asks for layla's hand mm-hmm. Nihot says yes along with he i didn't take screenshots or anything but he just gives a sweet speech about like not wanting his daughters far and yeah. he loves them and yeah all this stuff but he gives layla to osman and i love this because john's watching and observing this whole thing like just you know the hugging and the kissing and the traditional you know the kissing of the hand and on the forehead and mm-hmm. the whole you know that there's it it's tradition yes but there's a whole sentimentality to it there's yeah. just this whole family togetherness and in the way he glances over at M too during yeah. all of it like I feel like a some understanding dawns on him yeah in regards to like why M is so adamant about like family stuff and like rumors and this and that like not that it excuses all of it because she does use it as a crutch
0: but I think it's given him a a nugget of understanding like of her background and what a tightly knit family she's coming from yes and why and why these things are important yeah and why foregoing them would would be harder for her right than another girl yes yeah so I I did like that I like that that seemed to be
1: a thing there uh-huh. no words are
0: spoken or anything to confirm no, it but, but you we we see him taking it all yes.
1: in yeah. yeah yeah and it just made me glad that he decided to. it makes me really glad he decided to come
0: mm-hmm.
1: so then emory shows up like a maniac Layla is the one who answers the door he sees the ring on her finger and he's like i need to explain to you it's not what you think thank god son M walks in right at that moment mm-hmm. realizes okay like stuff's about to hit the fan if i yeah. don't do something because then Osman's quickly behind her and yeah. he's basically like what the heck are you doing here yeah and it's just tension city all in that entryway mm-hmm. so an basically covers for him to keep the peace and is like emery called me he he's could get a hold john. of john yeah and she's like john 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 clearly catches is able to just from a look from M is yeah. like, okay, he devises what's going he on. He devises. Yeah. Thank you. And then he takes Emre away. Yeah. So he's like, okay, yes, you were looking for me. Let me say goodbye and we'll go. Yeah. Wait for me in the car calmly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So bravo, John. So then,
0: then this is when Huma calls somebody that can't be good. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. So, um, it's the end of the night and mm-hmm. the, uh, Layla and, uh, son em end up kind of snuggling in bed and then mefkabe comes in and they have sister and mom time and they're all snuggling together Mm -hmm. and recounting the nostalgia of the past when they were kids uh and then we have brother time and the uh brothers are at a bar and they're kind of talking about the Mm -hmm. whole situation and john tells emre like Look, I saw both of your faces mm-hmm. when you showed up and you show up and suddenly she's confused. Yeah. What's going on? And you both look sad. Uh-huh. Like both of you are sad. It's clear. Yeah. So he, he's trying to get the truth out of Emre. But Emre, I don't even remember what Emre responds. I
1: think he just uses some excuse about them being from different worlds. And yeah. so better to just end it now than
0: to be sad later.
1: Because, of course, he's a coward and can't tell his brother what's truly going on. Because it would mean having to admit his role in right. all of this. Right. Ugh, frustrating because yeah. John's just trying to be
0: there for him mm-hmm. and Emery won't let him because it means Emery would have to tell the truth yep yeah so it's the next day and everyone's congratulating Layla because they brought chocolate and now she's engaged and um so they're all celebrating and yep and Layla's still lying to herself that she made the right decision yep and then oh Doren starts freaking out right she like comes running in screaming all the crap hits the fan be yeah she's like john something terrible happened Mm -hmm. and what's happened is fabri released his perfume and it's all over the media they're seeing it everywhere and they're all freaking out about it and then in walks ghoulies mckinnon calls too right oh that's right and john's like don't worry i'm gonna figure out who did this yeah we don't know how this happened because it's clear that it's their campaign yes Fabri had yeah Mm -hmm. and then john figures out that it's eileen right because he's not an idiot yeah (laughs) and he's like okay where is she Mm -hmm. obviously this had to be her yeah because she's not even here yeah yep um so he figures out that she's the spy, and that's how it all happened. They read the, that Fabri's going to have a party to celebrate the release. And then in walks Ghoulies, and she has an invitation. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, such a slap in the face. This is so stressful, too. <laughs> oh, I He's remember. such a douche
1: canoe, because that's such a... <clears throat> yeah, it's
0: such
1: a... I want to say something not nice, but it's a jerk move. It like, is a jerk move. Yeah. A
0: cocky one at that. Yeah, absolutely. And um I remember being so stressed out when oh, I, I first watched the scene.
1: Like biting down. I think I was like grinding my teeth because when the invitation comes, yeah.
0: So so he sends an invitation uh-huh. to John to come to the party uh-huh. to release the perfume of uh, that John doesn't realize was May is Sanem's perfume first mm-hmm. of all and is also um advertised with a stolen campaign yep so it's like a triple quadruple slap in the face yep and to top it all off he includes a sampler of the perfume Uh uh-huh and even john is like this guy has no respect he has no tact he's the worst in the world clearly
1: breaking his nose didn't get the message across yeah Uh and he's
0: giving me a sample of his perfume on top of all of it and then John wasn't even going to smell it, Mm -hmm. It or so it seemed. Right. He was just going to toss it, whatever. But Doren pushes it, and she's like, can I see it? She's like, I want to know what the fuss is all about. Right. And I'm curious Mm -hmm. about this super secret, super special perfume. That that he's investing billions of dollars in pushing on everybody so quickly. Exactly. So John's like, fine, whatever. We'll smell it. And he
1: he he sprays sprays it like 17 times. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like one spray is okay. enough he's like hush,
0: hush, yeah. hush, hush.
1: And i'm I like know. okay one I'll would have... have been plenty he like empties that sample bottle all onto his wrist i just kept,
0: kept thinking like all right turkish drama <laughs> like you, you can't just let him spray at once you gotta and, you gotta it's, slow motion, it and out. it's like slow motion at that <laughs> Like he's never gonna stop spraying that perfume. <laughs> so after he sprays the whole bottle onto his wrist, <laughs> then he smells it, and he puts his wrist down. And the music is tense. And he looks at Sonam. He looks at Sonam's Sanem.
1: looking at him.
0: <laughs> she looks at the perfume. They look at each other. Nobody's breathing. And then this, the end of the episode. And then the
1: episode ends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh
1: oh, oh man
0: i mean it's funny to talk about it like this right but it Obviously, was super stressful to watch super stressful to watch because clenched.
1: well because all signs are pointing to this everything's it's about to come out it's over yeah. because she just helped him fix the formula so we know that he's got it right yeah so we know it's going to smell exactly like it's supposed to yep and she's yet to tell him, uh-huh. and now she's not going to get the chance to, because that bottle is going to tell him for her. Yeah. And once again, he's going to find out not from his girlfriend's mouth, and it's... Yeah. yeah. I was not looking forward to the next episode. No. After this. No. And that could be why I don't remember watching this with up because so I was probably just so stressed. Like, this sucks. <laughs> You're like,
0: I don't want to watch it again. I don't want to
1: relive this. Yeah. So...
0: <laughs> yeah do you have a question of the week i do so i want to know okay you guys know how we feel about the leila osmond situation mm-hmm. i want to know if you think if it's right that everybody
1: just jumped on board just
0: jumped on board or if you think there should have been one person at least one person to basically be like stop don't yeah. do this yeah like, not just question like, like are you sure, but just, like stop collaborate and listen. No, no. I think of that that gift from some PSA that Michael Jordan was in <laughs> in the nineties when uh-huh. he says stop, get some help. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, that's that's what I want to know. Okay. Do you think that they were right in just kind of saying, well, if you really, I mean, they are adults, right? So. Was that okay for them to just say, well, if this is what you really want, mm-hmm. then we're going to support you? Or should they have kept pushing and said, this is a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. We can all see that you care about Emre. We can all see that Emre cares about you. We Even Osman knows that. So that's that's my question. All right. Yeah. What's your take on that whole situation, guys? Yeah. Did the family and friends deal with that correctly? Yeah. So it's a good one. All right. Well, yep. you know the drill. Find us on
1: social media at Dizzy 4 Dizzy on yep. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can email us at Dizzy for Dizzy, Dizzy for Dizzy podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe. We appreciate it so much. We love reading all of it. And it does help make the podcast more visible. It does. And a huge thank you to... Kenji kush israel page oh and she shared with her followers to she's so sweet yes to uh fall to listen to the podcast and we just appreciate that so much it was very very sweet so anyhow so thank you to uh the ek israel page for that Mm -hmm. so anyhow other than that we'll see you guys next week for volume 29 which again i don't really remember much so
0: yeah i have some vague recollections yeah but not so, a lot we'll yeah. see we're entering into
1: treacherous waters guys yes,
0: we are <laughs> gird your loins <laughs>
1: yes we'll see you guys next week close to
0: call <laughs>